Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel, and happy birthday to all the November birthdays. As Frosty the Snowman would say, mine, of course, was the seventh. My little embers was yesterday. She is now seven. Aria McGrath was just a few days ago. If you have a November birthday, happy birthday to you. And birthdays are milestones, and milestones often make you reassess, reevaluate. And when you turn 60, it also makes you not give a frack. And that comes in handy, uh, particularly with last night's announcement. And we are going to talk about that today. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? I don't even know. I don't know. There's been, you know, I've just, I just got back from the doctor, okay, and my primary care doctor, who doesn't want to see me again for a year, so that's probably a good sign. I am a little polycythemic, too many red blood cells, hemoglobin, but I always am. I'm like right up at the borderline high or just a little bit over high. Uh, half the time I am, half the time I'm not. So she's like, look, they'll just take your copay at an oncologist and... There's nothing to treat. You're not that high. It can't, it's, there's not much we could do. So we'll just monitor it. I'm like, okay. So she said, see you in a year. I'm like, okay. And she felt around the neck and did all that stuff. Kept me waiting an hour and 35 minutes. How rude is it of doctors? Really? Like, could you imagine when you, when your doctor walks into the room, if you then leave the room and tell your doctor to wait there for an hour and a half, you'll be right back. Because that's what they ask you to do. Just next time, the doctor makes you wait 35 minutes. Once the doctor gets up in the room, I want you to just lock the doctor in that room for 35 minutes, then come back and say, now we're even. Now we have both wasted 35 minutes of each other's time. That, to me, it is just so rude what happens at doctor's offices. In 2022, they give you a little buzzer at a restaurant and buzz you. You can go about your business. You check in and then you can go do your business and they buzz you within 10, when it's like 10 minutes before you're due. A doctor could do that. They could give you something and say, okay, we're here. We're running behind. Go run your errands. Go do what you got to do. We'll buzz you when it's within 20 minutes. Just don't go without 20. Oh, no. You sit there and wait with all the sick people. All those sick people up in there. I'm like, damn, there are sick people up in here. And someone was talking about Trump. And... This brings me to the show today, really, because this person was talking about what Donald Trump wants. I guess last night in his announcement, he listed his wants or something. I don't know. I didn't watch. And neither should you have. Uh, and nor have I read about it. And neither should you. Uh, and so I, you know, so I just turned and looked at right in the lobby of the Southwest Medical in Las Vegas. I turned and looked and said, I could give a rat's tuchus what that criminal wants. You know, I could care I am not giving him any more oxygen in my life. Enough is enough is enough is enough is enough. And we all have to make a choice. I'm going to tell you what that is. But right now, before we go any further, I'm going to say, Canada, I love you. Uh, today, Canada... You have given me my first Hot 100 uh, on the Apple News and Commentary charts. Today in Canada, in News and Commentary, on the Apple Podcast charts, the Corel cast is number 95. So I'm in the, the top 100 podcast 
out of a possible 10,000, I'm in the top 100 of Apple Podcasts in Canada right now. We're in the top 250 in the United States right now, but we're in the top 90, 95 in Canada. Canada, I love you. I am you. You are me. I am you. You are who? I am you. Make him stop that. No, really. I love you. I love you. Uh, and I am Canadian, both sides, mom and dad. So I thank you, Canada. I don't know what it is I'm saying that you're liking, but keep on liking it. The same for all you progressive voice listeners on SoundCloud. Oh, my God. I'm like normally number one, like number one, all the shows they have. And my little show, normally number one, number three, number six. Thank you to all of you listening through SoundCloud and Progressive Voices Network. I just, I can't, it always thrills me when I go into SoundCloud and I go into Progressive Voices and I look at the chart and my show is like number one or number three or number one and three. Thank you. Thousands are listening on SoundCloud. I see the numbers. Thousands, thousands and thousands. And same with Apple. And just, we have a lot of people listening. (laughs) What the hell? What what do y'all want? <laughs> Come on. Oh God, really? Well, I wanna I wanna swear today. I told my friend David, I wanna say the F bomb on my show more times today than any show in ever. Just ever. He said, why? I said, because I'm 60. Cause in ever since I've turned 60, in the last week and a half, something has happened in my brain. And it's really the I don't give a crap. My time is now limited and I am not giving certain people or certain things any part of it. And you could learn from this. Learn from me. Come in closer and learn from me. Why are you giving like Donald Trump bandwidth in your life? The man's a criminal seditionist. People that follow him are horrifying. If they become a danger, deal with the danger or leave. But don't let him in your life. I don't want to hear what he had to say last night. I could care less what a disgruntled hotel owner from Florida. I just could care less. We will talk about him again when he's being indicted, jailed, or persecuted. Otherwise, you're not going to hear about him on this show. I don't care about him or his followers. I don't care about the senators that love him. I don't care about Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert. As far as I'm concerned, they could all fall into a vortex. I don't care. And neither should you. We have cared about people and things that we should not care about for about seven years now. And it's time to just whack, snap out of it. It's time. What do I care what that washed up grifter has to say about me or my country when I know more about it than he does? What do I care What those that would vote for him? What do I care if he destroys the GOP? Let him go ahead, destroy it. Get rid of that dinosaur. Make it like the Whig Party. And I don't mean something RuPaul's in. I mean, you know, the old Whig Party that now is no longer. Make them out of business, out of date, out of touch, out of mind. But stop talking about them. Because I must stop listening. And I don't want y'all to stop listening to me, so I'm going to stop talking about him because y'all have had enough of him. You all are sick to death of him. When you hear about him, all you want to hear is that there's an obituary printed. You don't even even care enough about him anymore to see him prosecuted or indicted. You just want him to go away. Just out of sight, 
out of mind. Go away. You want his children to go away, to jail, but to go away. And you've wanted it for a long time now. And the thought of him coming back has made you sick to your stomach. Well, I say, you don't need Pepto-Bismol, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. What you need is the attitude of a 60-year-old, which is, I don't give a frack anymore. Y'all want to self-destruct, self-destruct. You want to elect that man, elect that man. I'll find a way to get out or go to a blue state or whatever. You all want to be fools, be fools. You want to pay attention to all this noise, pay attention to all this noise. You want to pay attention to hosts who only regurgitate that noise, then you pay attention to hosts who only regurgitate that noise. I'm done with it. Life is too freaking short. We have given years of time, to, of our country's time. We have given years of our life to moving backwards. And I, for one, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them getting their way. I'm sick of them making a big deal about it. I'm sick of hearing about it. I never want to hear about Leona Helmsley lookalike Carrie Lake ever again. And now that you have that image in your head of Leona Helmsley and of Carrie Lake, you're going to go, oh, my God. But it's true. They could be the spawn of each other. I never want to hear about these people again. And if that means I quit that really horrifying Twitter, then so be it. Twitter is a piece of crap now. You can get verified if you're a white nationalist. Not making that up. Disinformation is everywhere. Bots are everywhere. It's not worth anything. Elon has ruined it. He thinks he's made it great. He's delusional. He's not a Twitter user, like not a real one. Because it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible thing now. And... I don't care if you follow me on it or not. I really don't. I don't. I have a website, reallycorel.com. I have an app, the Corel Cast app. You want to email me? You want to text me? You want to send me a photo? Then do it. Email me. Send me a text. Do my app. You know, I'm tired of Twitter. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of social media messing things up. I'm, just, I'm sick of I don't give a frack anymore. Do you? Because I do care about the environment. I care about people. I care about poverty. I care about people not being able to afford groceries. Okay, I care about these things. I care about water and the fact that the West needs it still. A year later, still talking about it. Lake Mead, still dropping. What have we done? Talked about it. And talked about who? Who gets all the press time? Who gets all the? No. No, not here. Not anymore. He's a piece of fertile crap. He should die of a cholesterol blockage or something. The man is unhealthy as could be. He really should just drop dead, have the decency to just stroke out. I mean, I might. Once the doctor gives you a clean bill of health is usually when you die. So, you know. But he should. And maybe I will. I don't know. But he should. Doesn't it, whether I do or not does not bear on the fact that he needs to just stroke out. And the kids should rot in jail. I mean, enough is enough. Stop dicking around, Merrick Garland. God, stop messing around, Joe Biden. Expand the Supreme Court. Someone call for the removal of Clarence Thomas. Let's get these things done. Because you know what? I do not give a crap anymore about the reasons why we can't. It's like I said this morning, Russia's going to get out of this whole uh, dropping a bomb on Poland. No, there's not even any proof the Russia, that the missiles came from uh, Russia. Oh, really? Because <laughs> there's other countries lobbing missiles at Ukraine right now. But if they did, it was an accident. An accident. Oops!
dropped a couple missiles on you. Sorry. An accident is when you cough and you think you have to fart at the same time and you end up sharding. That's an accident. Okay? An accident is having a good laugh and realize you tinkled yourself. That's an accident. Being at a stoplight and being rear-ended, while it sounds fun, is an accident. Walking on a sidewalk like I was yesterday, seven years ago, and being run over with your dog, Pippa, like I did yesterday, seven years ago, that's an accident. Dropping missiles on a country? <laughs> Not an accident. <laughs> that's war. That's what, that's what that is there. That's pretty much war. But to acknowledge that would be to acknowledge World War III. That's why we're, you know, we, we can't acknowledge that. There's so much in life that we just choose not to acknowledge because to acknowledge it would be to actually have to deal with it. I was talking with my friend Thea Austin about that, about Christ, and about that the church would never acknowledge that he had children with Mary Magdalene. If, if you believe the myth, if you believe the James Cameron version of it, if you believe some historians' versions of it, he had children with Mary Magdalene. But that can't be. The church can't have that. Because if Christ had children, there'd be a bloodline of Christ on earth. And that would be devastating for the church. Because that person would be deemed divine. And I don't mean the fabulous drag queen. Although she could have been descended from Christ. Uh, so, yeah. So... We can't deal with the fact that he might have been mortal and had children. We can't deal with the fact about climate change. We can't. We can't really deal with the planet's really toast. We can't. And that's why we haven't really made huge sweeping changes because we just, we can't really grasp that it's actually going to like kill us. We're like, no, I mean, it's just weather. And yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> we just, we can't grasp that. Like we can't grasp, you know, a billion. Like what a billion is, how much a billion dollars is. You know, we can't grasp that. We don't get it. We don't know. We don't understand. So if you're like me, you will ignore the man behind the curtain, okay? You will ignore. Raise your hand and say it with me. I will ignore the evil man from Florida. Raise him up. Say it. I will ignore the disgruntled hotel owner from Florida. I will not give any bandwidth to the criminal from Krakatoa. Say it with me. Say it. I need you to say it. Tell me you're going to ignore him. You're going to throw him out. Throw him to the devil. <laughs> I feel very Tammy Faye today. <laughs> well, well, thinking of Carrie Lake also made me feel like Tammy, think of Tammy Faye. Because, but then I said, no, Tammy Faye was a nice person. So, and she was. So, you know, Carrie Lake, mm, on the nice day, ixnay, on the nice name, moving my shoulders. They flexible, ain't they? <laughs> At least some part of me is. At least my shoulders still work, right? Uh, yeah, so Tammy Faye, nice person. Carrie Lake, not. So ignore him. Don't, just don't buy into it. Don't give any of them. Any bandwidth anymore. Say no. No. <laughs> I've had enough. Demon Trump, I rebuke you. I want you to say that. Demon Trump, I rebuke you. Hallelujah. <sighs> because if we don't, 
if we let him creep back in, if we let them, MAGA, continue to occupy space. You know, when a pet passes, I will tell the owner, um, all, uh, you know, a dog like Ember, you know, Ember doesn't really own all of her toys. She didn't go buy them. And while they were gifts, she's a dog, would, you know, shouldn't own them. In fact, Ember, outside of my heart, as a dog, really doesn't own anything. Okay. And there is one thing that is uniquely hers. And that is her space. The actual space that she is occupying here in my house and in my heart. That space is all your pet owns. The space in your life. That's what they own. And when they die, they would want that space given to something worthy, to something, you know, another pet in need. They would want to give that space since they could no longer be in it. They'd want to give it up, you know, to someone else. Or to, you know, to another pet. Like, you know, go get a new scruffy. <laughs> uh, and so when you're thinking about getting a new pet, you should always remember that. That all your other pet had to leave behind was their space. And how would they want that? Would they want it to remain empty, void of love, and, and just filled with misery? Is that what they would want? Or would they want it to be filled with love and joy? Even if they couldn't be there, would they want you to be happy by filling their space? And, boy, that's a, that's a deep story. You know, I was just crying before I came on air because I was telling David about Ember and about how she's there every time I wake up at 3 a.m., afraid and alone. She's been beside me every mile for the seven to 10 miles a day that we were walking and now the five to seven miles a day that we walk. She's been on the back of that bike in rain or cold. She's gone to every doctor appointment, every restaurant. Every, she's flown to Long Beach countless times, to San Francisco. She's flown across. Amber has been with me every day since I got her and she's never complained. And not only has she been there, but she has worked for me, allowed me to, to be more secure when I'm out medically. So she has worked for me. She has loved me. And she has played with me. And she has made, given me a reason to be out. And you all need an ember. You all need a friend, a dog, a partner. You all need someone or something that occupies that space in your life that ride or die would do anything for you space whether it's a dog a cat a husband a wife a friend whatever you gotta have that you gotta have that connection you can't just be alone you can't you can't and i pity you if you are i just i do because i know it's gonna kill me when she goes but that connection that has meant more to me moving out of Long Beach after 43 years and coming here to Las Vegas on my own with just Ember. <sighs> Those first few nights at the Lakes House, it was just me and her. Oh, I love her. <laughs> I love her. And you need to love something as much as I love her. And that's the truth. I just hope that for you. 
I hope that whether you're in Canada or wherever you're at, that you love something as much as I love Ember. I, I just, I hope that for you. <laughs> or that you love someone as much. I mean, really, or both, something and someone. You know, I just, I hope that you love, just period, just love as much as I love Ember and as much as I love my friends and as much as, I, I just, I hope you do. I hope you have that kind of love in your life because God, without it, I just, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have her and didn't have my friends and I, I just, I don't know what I'd do. Made me grateful, you know, the dead body thing the other day, just knowing that I have someone to call, that, that, that really. You see, and that just goes back to why I don't care anymore. You know, why you shouldn't care about Donald Trump and why, and because life is too short and, you know, we're reminded all the time of how precious and fragile it is and yet we give away so much of it to people who just don't deserve it. He has done nothing to warrant any more of my time. Period. End of story. He's not remotely interesting, vaguely entertaining. He, you know, he's criminal. He's horrible. I don't, he's warrants none of my time. And it's getting so most lawmakers don't warrant most of my time. They're not invested in me or you or the planet or their country. You know, the country is a real thing and it's getting ignored, just like the environment. And while the country can't stand up and try to destroy us, it, if we ignore it, it will fracture and die. And has, basically. Because we have ignored it. No one acts like, what, well, what can I do for country, JFK? No one asks that anymore. Everyone asks, what can the country do for me? How can you incentivize me being an American citizen? What can you give me? That's what people think about now at least Americans I have to be clear on that I don't see a great sense of country these these maggots and Donald Trump you know we must save our country from who we you're the person that we need to save the country from the people that follow you are the people that we need to you know save the country from so when I hear these people oh my iPad fell over when I hear these people, you know, like, oh, we need to save the country. Uh, well, yeah, from you. You're the ones. <laughs> they, they act like it's, you know, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know, ethereal thing that we need to save the country from. <laughs> like some, some ghost or some specter. Nope. <laughs> we need to save it from you. <laughs> oh, all right. So, not, not caring. That's the theme of today's show. You got to lighten up. You got to lighten up. You got to start not caring about some stuff. It's going to kill you. And you know what? Life is going to kill you one day. It just is. You're going to get the cancer, get you run over by a bus, get a heart attack, something. You ain't going to get out of this alive. So, you know, life is going to kill you one day. And before it does, you've got to lighten up. I was so worried about this election. It, I, it was like it, people were voting on whether I should get a kidney transplant or something. And in a way they were, because I might need open heart surgery and an aorta repair in the next maybe five years. And if that's the case, there needs to be some insurance structure and whatever, you know, I need some sort of money to help pay for it. If they were to get rid of Medicare or get rid of, you know, whatever, if the union goes broke, sag after, I'm, you know, I mean, I, so Lordy, you got to start not caring. It equates to health. You know, today I told you I went to the doctor and pretty much clean bill of health. 
do you take the time to enjoy well as an American I know you don't do you take the time to enjoy the fruits of your labors I guess another way to say that and what I mean by that is I get up at five in the morning I make breakfast for Ember and myself. I have a half a cup of oatmeal. It's all measured and, you know, the flax seed and the hemp seeds and the raisins and the dried apricots and the banana and the cantaloupe and the blueberries and pineapple and all of that. It's all, you know, and then the tea and the, the creamer that's the special creamer and, you know, that I make and all of that. The oat milk that I now make in my new Chef Wave uh, oat milk maker that I love. So I do all of that. And then I, of course, give Ember hers and her two and three quarter ounces of food and all that. Then I clear that away, brush my teeth, brush Ember's teeth, come in here, do 30 minutes with Apple Fitness Plus of weights, yoga, Pilates, high-intensity training, dance, something that gets my heart going and gets me sweating, like sweating. Then put on shoes, walk four miles to and from Desert Breeze in a walk jog, and go up and down hills. That's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Today was a hill day. I did a little, yeah. So, yes, today's a hill day. Tomorrow, no hills. Friday, hills. I eat vegan, I try to eat okay, and at night we go for another one mile walk. Now that's a lot, I cook a lot to be healthier, but then I act like I go to a billion doctors and everything else, it's like either you're doing all this to be well or you're not. So like, should I need open heart surgery? I'm going to live, why? Because I do all of this stuff and the benefits of that are health. And I never take time to reap that benefit. I never take time to sit back and go, dude, you're healthy. You're 60 and your blood work is normal except for your red blood cells. And that's it. The rest is all normal. You know, your heart, your, your calcium score was under 100. It was 60. That's wonderful. You know, your aorta is growing, but oh, well, that's, that's unpro you know, that's, you can't help that. Your brain's still working. That's a benefit of all that I'm doing. So I need you to make sure and assess that you're reaping the benefits of your life. You work hard. Do you also then in, indulge in yourself as much as you should? Do you buy and burn the pretty candles? Do you, you know, soak the feet? Do you, you know, do you invest in yourself? Do you d go do activities that you really want to do, not things that you really don't? I hope you do. And I hope you start. Because that's what you should be caring about. Trump, who cares? You know, Mitch McConnell getting real, who cares? We'll fight all the political battles we need to fight. We'll vote. We'll donate to causes. You know, that uh, not caring doesn't mean you tune out. It just means that you only tune in to things that bring you joy. Donald Trump doesn't bring you joy. Don't tune in anymore. Following politics so closely doesn't bring you joy. Don't, don't do it so much. Start watching more movies. Start reading more books instead of social media. Start changing things up and start going back and caring about things that you're passionate about. You're not passionate about Donald Trump. Why let him in? All right, I am Corel. You be who you want to be, so don't hurt anybody. We'll be back on Friday, of course. Thank you for joining me today. I know today was an odd show, but my brain's in an odd place today. It really is. My brain's, you know, because I, I, today I'm just like, I don't care anymore about so much of the stuff that I thought I really cared about. 
And what I say by I don't care is I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want my life to be ruled by evil people anymore. And since that what seems to be ruling media and ruling government, and ru then I'll have to look elsewhere for my everything, for my entertainment, for my show topics, whatever, because I don't want them in my life anymore. I don't want to know about Alex Jones. I could care less about him. I don't want to know. You know, these people are toxic. It's just time to start weeding all the toxicity out. You know you have toxicity in your life. It is time to start weeding it out. Get rid of it. Slow starts, but you can do it. Get rid of it. And it starts by what you consume media-wise. Consuming Donald Trump is <laughs> a bad thing. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the app store of your choice now.